What's up, everyone? This is Evan Moon, and you're listening to another episode of the Over the Moon Podcast. I want to welcome all of you guys back, whether you are a longtime listener or first-time listener. Either way, if you are a longtime listener, I have an apology for you. <laughs> I have been absent for the past few weeks. I know for, um, for pretty consistently, I was uploading every week, and I've been a little MIA recently. <laughs> And I can make the excuse of saying, oh, you know, I was with family for Thanksgiving. Yeah, sure, I was. But ultimately, it wasn't about that. It was really more about just um, I've started this new job at Chick-fil-A, and I've really wanted to press forward into it and put all of my time and resource and energy into that. And I think I have. And um, and that's not something that I'm going to discontinue. It's just I have my feet under me a little bit more when it comes to the job. So I feel like I can start doing more of the extracurricular things that I enjoyed, like this podcast of things that I, I really enjoy doing that I love. I love the content. I love getting to, you know, get my thoughts out and get to talk to you guys. And I love the, the fact that even if I reached one person with what I'm thinking, what I'm, what I'm talking about, then it was beneficial for me. Um, so yeah, I wanted to apologize for that, but I am back. I am going to be consistently making more podcasts here again. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better with my job and, and stuff like that. So I think I'm, I'm definitely going to be back and I've got tons more ideas and thoughts and stuff that have just been running through my head constantly. So don't worry, I got tons more coming. And honestly, guys, Something I did want to kind of toss out there, and I think I have before, but I really wanted to reemphasize. If you guys have any topics or things that you want me to talk about, just shoot them to me, um, whether that's through social media. I know I got Over the Moon Podcast on Instagram. If you don't have Instagram, that's fine. Shoot me an email at Over the Moon Podcast with an S at the end, Over the Moon Podcasts at gmail.com. You can do it that way too if you don't have Instagram. Um, but yeah, just reach out to me, let me know what you're thinking, um, and we can talk about it. Honestly, I'm down to talk about whatever within reason, and as long as it kind of fits our theme of what we're really going for and kind of under the, the, the umbrella of home social work life and then kind of the, some of the topics that I originally discussed, or if you're a, a, a new listener and you're just curious about my thoughts on some things, I'm, I might be willing to discuss some other stuff too. I may do a whole episode dedicated, dedic- man, I can't talk tonight, dedicated purely just to um, some of the topics and things that you guys are thinking. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there again and kind of hopefully you guys can shoot back some some ideas and thoughts you have. And I'd really be interested and curious to see what you guys are thinking and um, we can go from there. But yeah, like I said, sorry about all the apps and stuff, feeling a lot better and and that's good. And um, just had a great Thanksgiving with family. I hope you guys did too. Um, I know that it was a good time for just even a day of rest uh, in the middle of my week. And, you know, I don't, <laughs> when you're young, you get to have that like whole Thanksgiving break, or even in college you do. And you just don't get that anymore, right? And when you're older, you kind of you have maybe one or two days. You might have the whole weekend, maybe depending on your work, maybe on your job. But um, some people don't have that. And I know I worked um, the day before Thanksgiving, and then I obviously didn't the day of. But I definitely did for Black Friday, and um, which was 
it was fine. It was good. It was super busy. People were out and, and we're actually right across the street from a Walmart. So that kind of adds to the fire. <laughs> people were, you know, like you expect everyone to kind of do their stuff the night before, but honestly, people were still out running around, I think just cause family was in town. And then obviously it was black Friday. So people are all running about and stuff and kind of doing that early Christmas shopping vibe. So, but with all that being said, guys, one thing that I've really been thinking about recently, and um, it, it really just hit me again today. Um, I thought about it before, but it kind of hit me, like I said, again today. Uh, I, was, I was leaving work. I had a shift today from 7 o'clock in the morning until 3.30. And I just kind of left all of my coworkers. We we're having a good day. It's been a little bit of a slower day, so it was, it was nice to kind of recharge after a long last weekend and stuff like that. And so it was it was nice to kind of recharge and um, still still work hard and things like that, but just kind of go at a slower pace. Um, I was leaving work today, and if you some of you may know just because you live around here or you just may know the area, uh, but Greenville is situated in an interesting spot. It's kind of uh, bordered by some mountains and then it's it goes Greenville and then farther down is Traveler's Rest. Now Traveler's Rest is definitely a lot closer to the mountains. Um, it's uh, technically I think it's higher elevation. I don't know if that's that's totally accurate. It's not substantial um, if anything but I do know that they sometimes will get snow and people in Greenville don't which so I guess maybe there's some difference there but it is at least closer to the mountains and um, the mountains are really the focus of this main little first segment. And as you walk out of the Chick-fil-A, it's got a great view. Off to your left, you'll see the just incredible mountainscape. And um, it's it's beautiful all day long, morning, midday, and night. And I love, you know, I, a lot of you have gone to a Chick-fil-A, if not all of you. And you know the people that kind of sit out there with their iPads in the drive-thru. And I got to do that today. And um I was watching, just looking over at the mountains as I typically do, and just like loving that scene. I just love kind of seeing that and then just observing life as, as things go by, cars go by. There's a highway that goes by right there. But um, it really struck me when I left work. I was leaving work, like I said, and walked out, looked over to my left just for a glimpse, saw those mountains, and I thought, man, God is massive. <laughs> And I've been dealing with some stuff recently with uh, just, you know, my own, my own mess. I can, I know a lot of you can probably relate to this. You can be your worst enemy. You can be your own worst enemy in a lot of ways. And I think sometimes that can really drag you down. And sometimes it can just pull you into places that you shouldn't be. And it can keep you there if you let it. And man, God is so cool that he shows up. It's like, one of my last, it was, I think, number five of the podcast, The Jesus in the Rafters, I was talking about how God shows up in moments and we need to keep our eyes and our hearts and our ears attentive to the moments that he is there. Whether we see him up in the rafters, like I said, of a, of a beautiful wedding where you're celebrating the, the loving union and covenant marriage that is coming into fruition, either that or times like when you're looking towards the mountains at a, after a long day of work and you're just you're just tired, you're exhausted, you feel like you've been beat up, not just from the day but just from the stuff you've been dealing with personally. And you look over there and you think, "Man, God is amazing." There's that natural revelation um that a lot of 
religion majors would always talk about in in um, in college. But I I knew the term too, and it's it's the it's partially the idea of just looking at well, part of natural revelation or general revelation is is truly that it's the nature element of it, and you look to nature and you see the revelation through that because you see. How can you how can you look at that and not think, man, a creator must have been, a designer must have been behind this. There was there was intent, there was purpose, there was beauty, there was artistry behind this. And so with that, you look towards the mountains and you think, my problems are insignificant. I know this is a very cliche thing, but God can move those mountains. My problems are insignificant. They're not insignificant to God because he cares for us, but they're insignificant to the size of God and the ability of God to move and to to bring us through these deserts of that sometimes are so self-inflicted and oftentimes are. We we walk through this because we've we've created the desert. It's like we do it we're like I said we're our own worst enemy sometimes and sometimes we need people most times we need people to pull us out of there, slap us across the face just shove a bucket of water on our face and said, get out of there. Stop. You're your own worst enemy. My, my wife was doing it to me the other day. Not as brutally as that. She didn't slap me, thank goodness. But she, in some terms, you could say she did. She was very lovingly, as my, my beautiful, gracious, pure, incredibly amazing wife does. She, she eloquently... Man, I'm, I'm trying to use too many words here. El- I was about to say eloquently articulated to me how I need to... <laughs> that, that was rough. Eloquently articulated to me how I need to just stop being my own worst enemy. She would, she would tell me, who else is thinking this? Who else is thinking this but you? Do you have evidence for this? And I'd say no. And I would say no one else but me. And she's like, exactly. You... You do this to yourself. She, like I said, she didn't quite brutally as put put it that way, but she did communicate it that way and say, "You need to stop that. You need to get outside of that. You you have potential. You have greatness in you, and you're letting this define you, and you're letting this carve your path through that desert." And she's absolutely right. But you look at bringing it back to the mountains, you look at that and you think, man, God is working. He is moving in me. He is, he is moving the things, the mountains of in my heart in order for me to see the beautiful valleys that he's created for me. And man, I just, I, that's one thing I challenge you guys today as you're listening to this, whether it's on the way to work or honestly, whenever, just think about some of the ways that God can help move that through just tiny glimpses of us. I've talked about this before, but us slowing down our lives, even for that glimpse, that's all it takes. That's how insanely loving and powerful God is. It's a glimpse of your life. Think about the lifespan of a human being, a fully healthy human being, a long, full lifespan. And in just a glimpse of me looking at the mountains, all of my guard goes down my surrender goes to the Lord, and my heart melts. And yet we don't think our God that we serve is powerful. It took a second, if that. My eyes shifted, looked towards the mountains, and I thought, in that second, God is greater than anything. And in that second, melt. That's all it takes. 
And yet we, we don't position ourselves around quiet time and, and stillness and, and even just moments of that. We don't position our hearts to be ready for moments where God is revealing things to us and where God, where God is showing up in our lives and saying, I'm here. And, and he's, he is dragging us through those deserts because he sustains us and he, he rebuilds us and he loves us enough to do so. And so, guys, seriously, big, um, big encouragement, though, today is just to, to look for these moments, as I've said before, but also just I, I try to give examples and encouragements out of my own life that I see happening within me and then or things that I see in others that are encouraging things. Um, and I, I want you guys to experience the same things. I know some people it doesn't hit as hard if they get kind of that glimpse of nature. I'm not saying that it does every single time for me. Like, I'm not saying you'll just, yo, bro, go out and hug a tree and then you'll start loving God. I'm not saying that. I'm saying sometimes we need to just slow down. We need to just slow down and just be hit and be present in those moments enough to let it just, just hit our hearts and just merge with them and have God just do surgery on us in that way. Um, but yeah, guys, huge trying to just encourage you here and, um, just trying to give you some examples of the things that have gone on in my own life. And I cannot talk for anything tonight. I just hope you guys can hear that. I've been stumbling over my words and, um, I'm also kind of fighting off a cold. So I sound maybe a little muffled, but hopefully you guys are hearing it loud and clear that, um, some of the things I'm trying to talk about, but anyways, Next thing I really wanted, really, really, really wanted to talk about um, kind of something that I've been dealing with as well, but some encouragement through it. And also it's interesting because I, I, I talk a lot about, you know, like do this, do that, do this. But sometimes I need to flip it and say, guys, let's let's talk about something like failure. Right. Failure has been um, definitely a a um, circumstance for everyone in everyone's life. Uh, I believe it's the book of James that talks about you will fall short daily. So if you are at a place in your life where you don't think you failed or you don't fall short, you might need to start reevaluating some things. Um, it's just, just my opinion. You don't have to take that. I'm just saying, you, you, it will be a rough ride for your life if you don't feel like you failed. And the, the beauty of failure is this. This is what I've learned at least. Failure is only remains a failure if you don't learn how to learn and turn. And that's super, super cliche sounding, but it's true. Learn and turn. You learn from that failure and you turn from it. And, and that can be incremental. It can be small things that you just have to just twist the knob and adjust just a little bit, little bit to the side, and then you're good. And then there's that, and then the, there's another failure. And so it's just like, but that the, the, the fact that you're learning, that you're growing, you're letting God and the Holy Spirit do work in you, and you're understanding that you're failing and that you're falling short, but you also, in the midst of that, this is huge, this is key, you don't let it define you. You cannot let that define you. You can't let that. I think I talked about that in the last podcast of like some of the things that show up in your life later 
are some of those wounds, those scars, those, as some people put it, psychological shadows that creep in and start affecting your current because of what's gone in your past. You have to live out of that. You have to be delivered. God has to bring you from that desert, like I was saying earlier, and walk you through it and get you out of there. Because if you let those failures define your path and define your life, you are going to crash and burn. And you're going to stay in your comfort zones. And you're going to like it more than likely. Or you're going to be miserable. And all of a sudden, 20 years will go by and you haven't done a thing. And you're thinking, man, what, what happened? I've let this all happen because of X, Y, and Z. I failed this these times and therefore I didn't do X, Y, and Z like I thought I was going to do. And I'm not saying that just because you failed and didn't do what you thought you were going to do, that that's not a good thing. Because sometimes God can bring you through that and show maybe this isn't the path for you. Maybe you failed for a reason. Maybe you're failing because this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, I my wife and I watch Shark Tank a lot. If you know us, we watch Shark Tank a ton. I love the entrepreneurial aspect of it. I've always just had that kind of ticking in my head a little bit as well as some of my other friends. So I love just dialoguing in the midst of that. Um, and I just love the show. It's comedic. It's entertaining. I love seeing new ideas. I love creativity in that way. Um, and so we've been watching that. And it's funny because you can kind of see which ones are going to be failures. And as Kevin in the show puts it, you need to take that behind the barn and shoot it. Sometimes you have ideas in life that you just got to shoot. And sometimes you're going to fail. And sometimes, like I said, that's a good thing that you fail. But you can't let that failure define your path. And I think God reveals so much in the midst of that. If you let him, if your focus is always on him and not on the fact that you failed. And the devil knows that that's a huge weakness in you. So he's going to try and creep in and be like, yo, you failed. Look, look where else you failed in life. Here's all your other failures. Let's start compounding more failures on top of this one failure to make you feel even worse and keep you from where God's calling you to be. He's pulling you backwards. The, the enemy goes backwards. God goes forwards, right? That's a huge thing. The enemy is pulling you back. God's going forward with you. He's pulling you forward closer and closer towards the cross. And with that, it, the devil knows that. So what is he going to do? He's going to try and do everything he can to pull you back. He's going to pull you or keep you where you are, keep you right here and comfortable. I've talked about it before, I think, but if not, I'll say it right now. This idea of comfort over calling, that's huge in our culture. It's huge. People, including me, this is not, uh, I am not excluded from this. I deal with this too. I, I, I'm trying to be very clear about that. Comfort over calling, your, your ideas of comfort surpass the fact that you were called to a higher standard, you're called to a higher place, and yet people stay in their comfort because of things like failure, because of things like fear, because of things like just general passivity that can be brewed out of fear and, and failure. You're like, I've done this, therefore, and I failed at this for, I'm not really going to be, you know, going after this. And sometimes that's good, like I said earlier, but sometimes it's bad. You have to be a good, uh, you have to decipher well with this. You have to pray about it. You have to be pe having people around you that 
aren't just going to be like, yeah, man, go for it. Yeah. They're, they're not cheerleaders. They're people who are so invested in your best interest and so invested in your heart and so invested in what God's calling you to do. And in the midst of that, so invested in God's um, purpose for your life and, and, and his will and his, and his, um, his, what, what he's calling us to be like, if they are in the midst of that, and they are people telling you no, you should probably listen. If they are worthy people of being in that position, and they're telling you, hey, guy or girl, stop. Go left. Don't go right. Don't do it. Because you're, you're not going to like it. You know? And this has to be multiple people that are re talking to you. It can't just be, you know, you know talk to my my uncle Gary and, and Gary, I don't know, Gary said that I probably shouldn't do it. No, to heck with uncle Gary, not saying uncle Gary's a good guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. He loves you. Don't worry about uncle Gary. He's still a good guy, but just find some people that are really invested in you. Not saying uncle Gary isn't uncle Gary could be the man. He could be a dude that's in that circle. Who's saying go right. You know, maybe I overlooked Uncle Gary. Maybe he's a cool dude. But find those people in your life that are going to be doing that in order to bring you out of that mess. Those failures can keep you down for years. And I'm speaking from experience, you guys. I'm speaking from things that I've dealt with. And I know you guys are dealing with. Maybe not the same exact things and maybe not like, you know dealing with them the same way, or maybe you've overcome them, and this is just news to you. This is just old news. That's great. More power to you. Big big claps. But I know it's going to happen again in your life. Don't feel like you're out of the water yet. The devil knows complacency. He can smell it from a mile away. He can smell comfort. He doesn't want you to realize that you're called. He wants you to feel comfortable where you are. I'm not saying where you are is necessarily horrible. I think God has you there for a reason. But if you stay there, and if you stay down, or if you stay where you are, and you're never going towards where you're called, oh man, you're gonna you're gonna be in <clears throat> you're gonna suffer. You're gonna be in pain. Sorry, there's that there's that um, sickness in me a little bit. I got <clears throat> I got sinuses going on. I got everything going on, man. But guys. I don't want to be too down on you today. I'm tr really trying to give you some encouragement. I know this stuff is tough, but seek some time. Really set aside time. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. Set aside some time to just chill, be with the Lord, have some quiet time, and just think through some of this stuff. Think through some of the ways that you have... Um, let failure define you and and ask God to pull you out of that. Talk to people about it. Don't internalize that. Don't keep it inward. That's that's exactly the mentality of the devil who's trying to keep you down, who's trying to keep you inward, retract inside of you instead of be in community. I'm not saying you got to go tell the whole world. Maybe Uncle Gary's going to go blab it to Aunt Susie. Don't tell Uncle Gary. Talk to people who you know who aren't going to be doing that. Be transparent with them 
and be honest with them about what you're struggling with. And they should hold you accountable in the midst of that. And if you're not letting them hold you accountable, that's your problem and you need to fix something. So guys, for real, I encourage you today to really take some time um, out of our busy schedules and just have some quiet time, have some peace. Go look at some mountains maybe. I don't know. Do what you need to do. Go, go find some, some quiet time in your, in your life. Maybe it's a, it's a walk um, in the park. Maybe it's a walk and go hiking or something. I don't know. Whatever you feel. Maybe it's taking your dogs for a walk. Why do I keep talking about walking? Maybe you guys just need to go for a walk. I don't know. Do something where maybe you're connecting with nature. Maybe you're just having a quiet time in your bedroom or in your, in your uh, office or something like that. And maybe it's on the way to work. You know, my quiet time is actually at work. Um, I, I love, something I love about Chick-fil-A and actually refreshes my soul is um, the fact that I, I typically work in the mornings now and, you know, sometimes it'll be like morning to afternoon or morning to evening shifts, but I, I'll typically get my 30 minute break, um, uh, like sometimes early morning, maybe mid morning. I think the latest I got one was like three o'clock once, but that's because I was doing like a closing shift. But I love those times because typically they'll work um, breaks when it's transition time. So it's super slow, not very many people there. Um, in the morning, it's not a whole lot of people there. And then in the afternoon, it's usually the elderly people who are coming in to get the get dinner at three o'clock or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. They're getting their soup and they're getting ready for bed in about an hour or so. I, I'm not trying to be mean by that. I'm, I'm being honest. That's genuinely who, who are the people who come in. But anyways, way off topic. My point, my point being is that I love the fact that I get to work in a place where I get 30 minutes to just have some quiet time. I get to sit there. I get to read my book. Um, I'm reading an amazing book. If you guys want to check it out, it's, um, it is called Cherish by Gary Chapman and it's a book on uh, mainly marriage but it's um it's really just about relationships and um, how you treat people in general um, but like I said it is about marriage mainly but uh, I think even if you're not married it's a great read uh, I'd highly recommend it but it's just one of those things that I get to read that and really experience God in that moment and in that moment I in those 30 minutes, I um, not because I'm a robot, but because this is what I love doing. I read the book while I'm eating um, for those 30 minutes. And in the midst of that book, I always, God always hits me with something. Always. And it's about, like I said, the book's about marriage and it's about relationships. And because of that, it makes me miss the heck out of my wife. It makes me miss her so bad. And it's not that I don't miss her the rest of the time. It's just when I read something that makes me fall in love with her more, I just want to be really, 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 really close to her. And so I always text her and I say, I love you, sweetheart. I hope you're having a great day. And that in that time, I feel God refreshing my soul. I feel him refreshing my heart. I feel a connection to my wife. I know she loves that. She feels... Uh, ironically cherished in that moment as well. She, she loves hearing that from me on a daily basis. Um, and like I said, that's not out of automation or robotic 
weakness of me. It's that I genuinely feel those things and I want her to feel cherished and loved and appreciated. And, um, and I just, I want to be near her. I want to be close to her. Even if I can't be, I, I want to feel that togetherness, that team, um, element. And I just, I miss her in that moment. But if you have one of those kind of situations where you, during work, you have a break, I challenge you even on a lunch break, like you, maybe you're working an eight to five and your lunch break is right at 12 o'clock or right at 1130 or 1230 or something like that. You have 30 minutes long, you have an hour long, whatever it is, take, if it's 30 minutes, take the whole 30 minutes. If it's an hour long, take 30 minutes of it and just have some quiet time. Maybe read a book, maybe, maybe, um, and have it be, it doesn't necessarily have to be a book on marriage, but I would, I would encourage that if you are married or something like that, or, or just on something that you're passionate about, or, or maybe don't read a book if it's going to distract you from just being genuinely quiet and with the Lord. Um, but I know sometimes a book helps me do that. Um, and it, it opens my eyes in a lot of ways to the beauty and, and love of Christ through the words of other people. Um, and obviously I filter that a little bit because not everything everyone says is true, but I, I, the things that I get out of there are just like, man, some of, some of the stuff that people can articulate that well is just far beyond me. But anyways, guys, I'm just rambling now, but I hope you get the point of some of the things I've been saying. I'm really glad to be back, even though I sound like a horse horse. I just sound horrible. I've probably coughed like three or four times and my throat has cracked at least once. But I hope you guys heard and really digested what I've been saying. Um, and take it to heart and just, like I said, find some quiet time throughout your day. Um, really apply some of this stuff. I think it can be incredibly beneficial for you guys. And like I said, if you guys have any additional ideas that you're thinking through um, or just topics that you want me to discuss, um, shoot them to me. I, it, Instagram, like I said, Gmail, or if you know me in person, give me a call, send me a text, Facebook, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm available for you if you guys need prayer as well. So just reach out to me. Um, I, like I said, I am going to be back. I'm going to be trying to do at least one once a week again, um, maybe even twice a week. I'm not really sure. Just kind of depends on things, how things roll. And, um, but I really appreciate you guys being here. I'm always thankful for you guys. Um, like I said, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and love you guys. And I'm here for you if you need anything. And thanks for listening. Talk to you later.